Hey, everybody, welcome back to another episode of the USMLE Guys podcast. My name is Dr. Paul. In today's episode, we are doing another USMLE Coaches Corner episode. This is something we previously recorded from our YouTube channel, and I wanted to share with you here today. We will be talking about one of the common problems that our one-on-one coaching students are experiencing, sharing with you what's going on and how to fix it so that you can move forward with your own USMLE preparation without any worries. And if you want to work with us one-on-one or you want to learn more about how we can help you prep for your USMLE exams, don't forget to visit our website, usmleguys.com. All right, let's dive in with today's episode. So, Doc, depending on when you're watching this, students, step one's going pass-fail soon, or you might be watching this later and it's gone pass-fail. Either way, how do you recommend the coaching students you work with one-on-one? When they ask you about step one, let's say they're taking it in the new year, so they're going to be pass-fail, how do you have them approach their prep based on that change? Well, very good question. We get, you know, we get hit with these questions nonstop each and every day. Our approach is the same approach, whether it's you're getting a numerical value now or pass or fail later. If you change the mindset to say, well, it's a pass or fail, I'll, you know, I'll just do the bare minimum. Then what's going to happen is you might neglect some topics and then not score as well and maybe not pass. So all our students that we have in our step one coaching, some are taking it now, some will be taking it next year. And we say, we have to have that mindset. You're gonna score 240, 250, 260, yeah. simple as that. Because we don't know, they say pass or fail. Um, there's some talk out there that they might be able to see the value, who knows, who cares really. All you need to do is score high to move on. Because if you work hard now, the discipline, the structure, the routine that you're working on right now, it's gonna go into CK. It's gonna go into your yeah. rotations, into your shelf exams and so on. So. You have to have that mindset or else you might not pass that exam when it goes past or fail. Yeah, absolutely. And I do the same when I'm talking to students. It's the approach shouldn't change. And one thing that I think students need to realize is that although we don't know this for sure yet, we speculated on this a lot. I believe that they're going to raise the minimum passing value. So right now it's, let's say, a a 196, I believe. I could be off. Yeah, 196, Um, yeah. What if passing was now 215? All of a sudden, it becomes a lot more challenging. Well, guess what? If it's pass-fail, I would think if I was running the show, I'm going to make that pass a little more challenging to achieve because otherwise, it doesn't carry a ton of value. So for example, if you score 260 and I score a 199, but we know that the threshold is 196, you've scored a lot better than me. You're much more competitive than me. But if we're past fail and I got a 197, 198, you scored a 260, but it's past fail, we're essentially the same. And so I think there's going to be an increase in that threshold. Now I'm just speculating, but since everything started to change over the last couple of years, we've been pretty spot on with our speculations because it just makes sense, right? So that's one thing that I'm just sort of tying in with what you said is you have to keep the mindset of I'm going to study for this thing as though it's still three digits and I still want to absolutely crush it. And if you go into it that mentality, like you said, you won't neglect anything. You're going to put your best foot forward on all topics. You'll identify weaknesses, work on those weaknesses, make sure you go into the exam with no 
you know, gaping weaknesses that could really hold you back. And if you don't achieve the goal of 260 like you wanted, let's say, maybe you get a 240, you're still not even close to flirting with that passing line. And that's really what we want. We don't want you to take your exam and be flirting with a pass. You want to go into it without any doubt in your mind that, okay, I, I might not kill it, but I'm going to pass. Because let's say you start taking your exams when step one goes pass fail. This is a problem we dealt with with CS a lot. Students might fail, come to us, they work with us, they pass. But if you are just dealing with a pass fail, it's a P or an F. You can't fail and then absolutely dominate. Maybe you get perfect, just theoretically. They wouldn't know, right? So mm -hmm. to, to, to fail it and then pass it, you don't get to make up for the weakness. You just have that red flag there. It's not like you got a 190 on step one and then got a 255 and then it looks yeah. fantastic. Something went wrong when you failed. You just, maybe you were sick, whatever. Now you were, you were alluding to the fact that some people have speculated that programs will th see a three digit score, whereas you wouldn't as a student. I find mm -hmm. that one really hard to believe. And I'll tell you mm -hmm. why. If I don't know what I scored, and I'm applying for dermatology. Maybe I scored a 215, right? But I don't know that. I just know that I passed. If I'm spending all this money, thousands of dollars to apply to dermatology, I have no idea if I'm competitive enough for it. So yeah. it makes no sense that someone who's pulling the strings behind the curtains knows how you did and you don't because students are going to waste so much money. They're not going to know whether they're competitive or not. And I think that's I think that's a huge flaw in the system. And so yeah. anybody who's heard of that, I know we talked about this off camera. I think that's baloney. I just don't think that that makes any sense. And when it comes to not only being competitive, uh, you need to know where your scores are. But if you're spending a fortune trying to apply to things that you just have no business going into because your scores aren't there, but you don't yeah. know, people are going to be really, really upset when, when they get no interviews but their friend got an interview and no one knows. It just doesn't make sense. I could go on and on. It makes no sense. So I know you mentioned that. Some students have brought that up to you. I think it's pretty safe to say that it'll just be a pass-fail for everybody. Maybe I'm wrong. I'd be willing to bet money, though, that that if you don't see a three-digit score, no one else does either. And then you go back to our, our conversation from before. You just have to wake up every morning saying to yourself, no matter what I do, sure. I got to read, I got to review, I got to do questions, I got to constantly keep pushing forward and then have a value. You know, if I if, even, even if it switches and something happens, at least if I know I'm going to score as high as possible in my mind, because then those individuals, you know, the students that we worked with in the yeah. past have come to us for work, for help. They've scored okay on step one. They go, I need help for CK. But it's not an overnight process, right? You have to transition into the thought process, discipline, routine, structure. So if you start from now, hopefully those are watching now, listening to us, you get to a point of destroying your step, one, to then destroying CK, to then position yourself as that candidate for whatever you want, derm, you know, whatever. Uh, orthopedics, whatever your heart desires. So yeah. it's all about discipline, guys. Don't worry about what's gonna happen later. Think about what you're doing today. If you're not doing it day to day, it's gonna be hard later, no matter what you, no matter what you do, where you go. Yeah, um, and, and it all comes down to. Uh, my mom used to tell me, "Keep as many doors open as you possibly can," and sure. and if you, let's just say, worst case scenario, they did know how you did, which again, I don't think will happen. But if you approach the pass fail exam as though it is three digits and you do yeah. well, even if you didn't know, you're keeping more doors open, even though you wouldn't know. 
You see, there's a lot of I wouldn't knows in this scenario that students are worried about. So I think it's ridiculous. But regardless, you pass on your first attempt, you keep more doors open. Because remember when CS, um, for any of you watching now, if, you, if you're relatively new to med school, this probably isn't something you're, you're too worried about or, or even heard a lot about. But back in the day, if you had a failure on your CS, there were programs that would straight up say, if you have a history of failure on your CS, we will not look at your application. And that's going to happen for a lot of step one, um, a lot of residency programs. They're going to say, history of failure on your step one, we just won't look at you. Because th there's got to be an algorithm to funnel people in and out of the system. So, you know, if I'm running a program and step one is pass fail, maybe I say, be maybe I say, you know, if, if you failed your step one, we're you're going to funnel you into the no interview pile because there's going to be, there's going to be a ton of people who don't fail on the first attempt. And if you don't fall into that bucket, you are closing probably 50% of the doors, maybe more. I don't know. These are all things that we don't know, which is why it's essential that you approach, and it all comes back to the first thing you said, approach this exam as though it's three digits and go in there aiming to get a 260 plus, absolutely dominate it. And then you don't have to worry about this stuff. But this is something that I know you talk to your students about. I talk to the students I work with about. You have to pass step one on the first attempt. Everyone, you remember this, everyone, when w the announcement came out, everyone was so excited. Go to YouTube, there's a million videos, people were you know, saying, oh, pass, fail, it's gonna be so easy. Mm -hmm. It's not an easy exam. And <laughs> they're gonna make it more challenging because it is pass, fail. And to just final, my last thing I wanna say is, you have to pass it on the first attempt. If you don't, consider half the doors closed. At least, yeah, I think fine. conservatively, conservatively, 50% of the doors closed. Because it's an easy decision for programs to funnel people in, in, in and out. You know, many students that we talk to, they, they, this is what they say. They're, they're burning out studying five, six, seven, eight months. Maybe they're not using the NBMEs the right way. Maybe Probably they're not. Take the NBMEs. They go, I just want to take it just to take it. And, and, I, and I'm on the phone. You don't say anything with you. And I'm like, how is it possible? This is an exam for your future. Because if you don't designate the time and really invest now, then you might pass through with a couple points, you know, barely pass. And then your climb to get to residency, the journey to get there is going to be that much more difficult. So if you just stop and say, okay, I have my tools, I have QBanks, I have video series, we have drills, we have this, we have crash courses, we have NBMEs, there's no reason to not pass, right? There's no reason mm -hmm. to not score 42, 52, 60. If your NBMEs aren't showing you, then don't go in. Don't say, well, I'll do it on exam day. Yeah. And that, that's just, I hope this resonates with many people out there who are watching this and listen to this because we hear these stories all the time and people fail multiple times and it's sad to get back in because it's hard to get back in, like an emotional, physical, you know, uh, mental state. It's not easy. It's very no, difficult no. to get back in. And, you know, all of the stuff we've talked about today is, is it's all spec, a lot of it's speculation, right? Like, will, yeah. who, will, will the program see your 3D? At the end of the day, the easiest thing you can do is not even worry about any of this. And I've told a lot of the students I've talked to, who cares? Don't worry about anything. The only thing you need to do is crush that exam, whether it's pass, fail, or three digits, and all of these troubles go away. So instead of just stressing about each one of these little pieces of minutia that we've talked about here, just go in with the right attitude, like you said, discipline yourself, do well, and you'll just eliminate all these problems. Good scores yeah. eliminate the vast majority of problems uh, that uh, come with applying to residency. Sure, sure. Any uh, I hope that helps out there, honestly, I hope it does. Yeah, and if you guys, you know, if you guys 
are worried about it, get help. We're here to help, right? You can uh, visit our website, usassemblyguys.com. We're here to help. Our one-on-one coaching is uh, producing excellent results and it will continue far into the pass fail change because we are going to approach it with our students the exact same way. Any last words, Doc? Yeah, I realize right now, because it is October, those who are watching and later on watching these videos, it's going to be a, it's going to be a gray area because yeah. now it's going to be October and December. People are going to say, well, should I take it? Shouldn't I mm. take it? So reach out to us if you really don't know, because if you're investing all this time to study, you're not performing well, you might need to extend. Yeah. Or if you're performing well now, rev it up, have a nice structured, disciplined routine day to day, take it before the pass or fail, get your score you deserve to have, a nice value of 240 plus to show the world, hey, listen, medical community, I worked hard and this is my number, you know? So we've been getting a lot of calls, a lot of yeah. coaching students jumped on because of this. So I'm happy we're working them one by one. So yeah. looking forward to seeing more, actually. Love it, love it. All right, guys, hopefully you found that to be helpful. If you have questions about this, reach out to us. Our Instagram handles are here on the, um, on the screen. If you found that to be helpful, do us a huge favor, hit that thumbs up button below. And if you're not yet sure. subscribed, hit that subscribe button, set up notifications, and we will let you know every time we release brand new USMLE Coaches Corner episodes, which is every single Monday. Appreciate you guys. Thank you all for sticking around until the end. I hope you found that to be helpful. If you want to learn more about how you you can work with us, either one-on-one, get access to our drill sessions, or our Step 1 or Step 2 CK coaching programs, don't forget to visit us at usmleguys.com. Thank you for sticking around. I hope that was helpful. We'll see you on the next episode. (laughs) 